Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us, and we'll go ahead and get started. again for another episode of Living the Redeemed Life or Redeemed. Just Redeemed, but Living the Redeemed Life sounds cooler. Yeah, I like that too. Um, one of the things that uh, our church has just started doing is they've just reset and started uh, the process of reading through the Bible again. And we've just now started in Genesis and we are working our way towards Revelations. That is the end. Yes. And the plan says it'll take us about three years to do so. So buckle up. Okay, because we're going to start taking some of the different passages that we've read over the week and just kind of give you our highlights and some of the things that stood out to us. Um, this week, we were kind of starting in like chapters 12 and we went to what, like 16, I believe it was. Yeah, I think 16 or 17. There are many of things that we can actually learn from these people in Genesis. Uh, our main character that we've been looking at, though, for the last few passages is the character of Abram. Uh, one day his name will be changed. Will become we'll be Abraham. Ter- will become Abraham. I got you. So there's two of us. Yeah. When God finally gets done with him, okay? Uh, we were pulling some interesting things from Abraham or Abram in Egypt, where he lied about his wife Sarah. And we thought that was very interesting because. It seems that lies lies and lying seem to run in this family. And it seemed to kind of all maybe have started with Abraham, if you will, yeah. and how dangerous those lies can be. Uh, because he thought his wife was really beautiful in chapter 12. Uh, when they went to Egypt because of a famine, uh, he was concerned that he would be killed because his wife was so beautiful. And so they came up with the lie. To, the, 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 they, they came... They came up with a lie that that his wife Sarah was going to be his sister when they went and talked to Pharaoh, mm-hmm. and so then Sarah went with Pharaoh to become his wife, and then later on in the story we learned that serious disease inflicted Pharaoh's whole family. So then he calls Abraham back in, and he's pretty upset, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you just so, lied to me. So just think about that for a minute. If you were Pharaoh, how do you think in your mind that kind of conversation would have gone? Would I bring him back in? Yeah. Oh, dude. Why didn't you just tell me the truth the first time? Why didn't you just say, like, hey, man, this is my wife? And Pharaoh probably would have been, you know, nice to meet you. Mm -hmm. And it seems like Pharaoh was a pretty reasonable guy because even after he found out the truth, he didn't kill Abraham. No. Uh, He gave him his wife back and he told him to leave with everything that he acquired while he was in Egypt. (laughs) Yeah. He did kick him out, though. He did kick him out. But I would have done that, too, if part of my family had died. You know what I'm saying? Did they die? Yeah, I think so. Or did they get sick? In uh, verse 17, But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abram's wife, Sarai. So Pharaoh summoned Abram. What have you done to me? He said, Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? So yeah, I didn't say whether they died or not. They got serious disease, though, so they're really sick. My bad. I got it confused with the Passover. It's all good. 
They didn't say they didn't die, though. But anyway, still a very interesting conversation. And it really just goes to the point that if we are going to, if we're going back to our our, our idea of a redeemed life, mm-hmm. it's living a life where we're not telling lies. Yeah. Where we are completely honest with who and what we are. You know what I'm saying? It seems like something minor with what Abraham was trying to do that turned, but it turned into something major. Yeah. Um, and so we have to be careful that we're not the ones telling the lies because right. we don't want to be known as a liar. We we want to be known as people who tell the truth and spread the truth, if you will. Correct. So I thought that was interesting. And I also thought it was interesting how it seems that the lies seem to carry on throughout the family. Because if I'm not mistaken, a little later, later on, his son does the same thing that he does. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another one I found interesting, if I'm just going to pull what I really enjoyed in my highlights from this week, it's uh, when you go to chapter 16, um, and it talks about Hagar and Ishmael, which is one of Abraham's son, but not by his original wife, Sarah. Now, I think you do need a little bit of background in on this yeah. to kind of understand where we're coming from. So, Ab- so God promised Abraham that he was going to be the father of a nation. Yep. Now, the problem was is that Abraham didn't have any kids, at least not yet. Makes it hard to be the father of a nation. Exactly. And God not only told him that he's going to be the father of a nation, but it's going to be a big nation. Yeah. I mean, as many as the stars in the skies. and the Out, sh- Outnumber the stars in the sky, right? Yeah. And then the sand on the, sh- sh- yeah, the beach. There we go. Yep. Um, and so, I mean, he so he didn't quite understand how that was going to work. Now, as soon as God told Abraham this, his wife Sarah laughed because they were both very old when this news came about. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she laughed about it. But God said that it was going to happen. Right. Now, the problem is, and this is where Hagar and Ishmael come in, Sarah gets a little... Impatient. Impatient. Right. Impatient. And she believes that she's going to speed God's plan up. And instead of letting God take care of it, she decides she's going to do it herself. And so what does she do? She gives Abraham her her uh, handmaiden. Yep. And he has a son with that handmaiden. And all of a sudden, they have a big family basically a debacle because now the handmaid hates Sarah and they've got this child that was, uh, (laughs) that was born. Anyway, long story short, Sarah sends him away or actually has Abraham send him away. Yeah. And so God actually does kind of help Hagar and Ishmael along the way. But as a result of jumping ahead of God's plan, Ishmael is basically going to be a pain in Abraham and Sarah's, Side. Yep. For the rest of their lives. For the rest of their lives and for the rest of time. Right. Basically. Exactly. So. He he literally created his own enemy. He did. He did. And so Ishmael never got along well with Isaac and so forth and so on. Those And they both became nations. Yep. Isaac and Ishmael. And those nations never, never did understand, never did get along. Nope. Which once again goes to prove that we need to make sure that we're not jumping ahead of God's plans. Correct. Because the minute we do that and we try to take things into our own hands, yep. that's when we mess things up. Every time. Every time. Every time. We got to always try and try our best to, to trust God's timing. And that's one of the things that I try to do personally. Uh, every morning I try to to pray and, uh, and make sure that I am in God's timing for everything going on in my life. Because part of finding that timing is mm-hmm. to is to work within his plan. Absolutely. Now, how are we going to find that plan if we're not doing exactly what, like what you said, reading the Bible and praying? Right. How can we be 
inside a plan, working towards a plan for him if we don't know what that plan is. Well, we can't. Exactly. And so far too often what happens is we're not, and we're working our own side plan instead of working the plan that God wants for us. Uh-huh. And then we, I know and then that's we get a lot frustrated. of plan in there, but uh-huh. that's, that's, that's kind of the way it pans and out. And then all of a sudden we get frustrated because things aren't seem to be going well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we need to understand that most of the time we put God in a box. Yeah. And we need to understand that God can tear that box apart. Oh, yeah. He doesn't work within the time, the time frames or the, uh, the physical restraints that we do in this world. We can't comprehend how he works. No, absolutely not. And so when we get to that point where we're trying to take things into our own hand, we're just going to mess it up because we can't see the end goal like he can. Fact. He sees he sees the past, present, future. Yep. We don't we don't have that. We can't see the big picture, and so we have a tendency just to, to mess things up. Oh yeah. So if we're bringing it once again back to living that redeemed life, we have to understand that God's plan is the best. Now, God's plan may not always be the easiest. Right. I would say probably nine times out of ten, it's the hardest. Yeah. But it's hardest for a reason, usually. And we need to make sure that even when that plan seems unattainable or impossible, nothing is impossible to God, and we just have to stick to it. And understand that in the end, He's got, as I've said so many times before, a plan. Yeah. And that plan includes us at this moment, and so we need to make sure that we're working alongside God and making sure that plan comes to be. Because ultimately, God just wants to bring more people to come and know Him. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's that's what He wants. Mm-hmm. I mean, He I mean, He was trying to raise a Christian nation out of Abraham and Sarah. That's what He was trying to do. So we just have to understand God has a plan and stick to that plan, even when it gets tough, even tough, even when it gets tough, and continue to push on. As, as we close out our episode, thank you once again for joining us. Um, you can connect with us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, East Kelso Baptist Church. Uh, on Facebook, we post our, our sermons weekly. Uh, and then we also have a, have a, uh, a website, eastkelsobaptistchurch.com. We have the uh, scripture reading plan and more information about us. And then if you want to, come, come join us live at 8 o'clock on uh, Sunday mornings and 9.45. Thank you so much for joining us. See you next time.